It's game week here on the Ramon Foster Show. He's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports in downtown Pittsburgh. And have I mentioned yet that it's game week? No, you have, and yeah. I have, and that's all I was thinking about. You asked me if I was good, DK, and I was like, yes, yeah, game week. That's the only answer we have right now, man, with real reports, with real moments in time where a real game will have to be played. The preseason is over with DK, so we cannot play around with the theatrics anymore. Oh, yeah? We're done with theatrics? I, I, got, mean, we... one, I got one set of theatrics <laughs> we can still drop on everybody. Okay, you ready for it? When, uh-huh. when is this? After I hit the bell? Is that yeah, what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, After yeah, we hit yeah. the bell. All right, we'll do this. You ready, DK? Mm-hmm. Very serious game week. We have special guests here, TJ Watt and Kenny Pickett, in in uh, pop Funko form, or Funko Pop, which is it? Funko Pop. <laughs> I actually really like these things, and I have for a long time, mostly from the superhero standpoint, but they're starting to put them out for sports now, and we just got these in to the shop here downtown. No, we are not mailing them to you. You got to come and see us. You got to come and shake our hands. Come down to 224 Fifth Avenue. Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 6. And on one bright, shiny day in November, yeah, there will be a number 73 in here as well. Yes, it will, man. And we we also got to look at something bright and shiny this week. I'm going to derail it and just saying this, DK, mm-hmm. if you're ready for it, okay? Mm-hmm. We've bragged on and on about one particular person that was in Pittsburgh, grew up in Pittsburgh, right? And just became a stud of a player. And then he left and went to a different organization. And then he also crushed it and killed it there. And now he's with the 49ers. I'm thinking about Javon Harger. I know you are. I know you are. He, he, man, um, watching him and his career turn into all the things that it has right now. This is a guy, man, you got to commend him. Coming from South Carolina State. Okay. And, of course, give credit to him for actually showing up on film, but also to the scouting department to go get a guy like him. Was it third or fourth round that became mm-hmm. a starter, now a pro bowler in this league, and also on a third big contract or third big contract now in the NFL. I do want to see what this is going to look like. Like, there's been other guys to go to other teams. James Harrison, okay, to go to other teams. But it was towards the latter part. I still feel like Hargraves is in the middle of his peak. Right, DK, as far yes. as what to expect out of him as a player. This O-line group has his hands full when we're talking about him uh, this weekend. You know, there's a lot of different angles to take in this game this week, not least of which is that it's really important. Yeah. You know, I, I was at the Steelers practice yesterday, Moan, and spent the day at the facility and talked to a bunch of guys, and the overwhelming sentiment over there was just so business-like can i use the word boring and not have it be taken in a negative connotation i think it's fair that you say that no say that with with conviction if you don't mind for me yeah i mean that that's what it is because you being i mean not that you were part of this but you were part of a group that was anything but boring every day was just multiple dramas and storylines and everything all over the room and this group man you just – I almost can't think of stuff to ask them other than why are you guys so serious? Why are you guys so businesslike? You know what? I, I don't think that's a bad thing, though, DK, considering how uh, blended this team is. Can we say that right now with all the free agents? Oh, um, yes. With, with yes. All the, with, with a few of mid-camp additions, Minka starting camp a week late for an excuse reason, Okay. Allen Robinson being a part of this thing. Like, think about all the bodies, DK, that are intertwined. And then let's say this, too, the uh, hoopla of what preseason was internally. And when I say internally, I mean, there there was D-tackle competition. There was O-tackle competition. There's competition at the cornerback position, DK. There's competition at all three of the middle linebacker positions or the, the, the inside linebacker position, DK. It's okay to say that it's a little boring now because there's a lot of stuff that a lot of fluff 
they had to settle down a little bit. And the fact that they're at that spot right now, I say it's good because this team won't be like any other team that we've seen, simply because you have to adjust to a lot of moving parts that had to happen in this preseason. Did you say blended? Was that the word you used? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, I love that so much. I almost want to write a whole column about that because uh, yesterday I, I sat with Marcus Golden. He was the first guy I went to after mm-hmm. uh, practice. The dude was just soaking, dripping wet. I have a column up on our website about it. He, this was actually the opening scene of the column was him coming off the field, just just like a fountain coming yeah. off at 90 plus degrees, whatever else. And I asked him a couple of questions. No matter what I asked him, Moan, he would come back with, because it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. You get that as soon as you walk in here. I knew that would get you. You, you get that as soon as you walk in here. And then he would he looked up at me, and he goes, you get that, right? You've been here, right? And I go, yes, sir. I, I get it. Sure. Mr. Outside Linebacker. I definitely get it. Because that's that's what he's talking about. This, I don't know if your head coach, it, it couldn't have been anybody else, but I don't know if your head coach has done something this offseason where he just restamped the brand on everybody. You follow me? I do follow you. And the fact that you have a guy like him say that, but not only that, not man. just him, Pat Pete, Patrick yeah. Peterson. That's why I jumped at you saying blend. Because these guys are they're they're older players, but they're newer to this atmosphere. And unlike what was his name? The the guy who walked out. Uh, the Reed. No, no, no. Look at uh, Blunt. Blunt did on you, and then somebody did last year outside linebacker. Oh, uh, Mark. No, not Ingram. Uh, gosh, Lee, the outside rusher. He was in yeah, Denver was. and also San Melvin Diego. Ingram. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. Melvin yeah. Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Uh, him. And, it, and these guys, you know, they came in and they didn't get it. No, no. These but, guys but, get it. But did you also see the conversation that Coach Tomlin had with Desmond King, too? It was the same sentiment. And I don't think I've ever seen Coach T say anything like that to a player about a player and what they can offer and the expectations coming into the building. Was this, we talk about how blended this team is. And, and truthfully, DK, I have to ask you this before I go any further. And we spoke about this a little bit last week as far as Omar, right? How he's building this team with Coach Tomlin as opposed to how Kev, in comparison, not as opposed to, in comparison to how Kev Colbert built this team with Coach Tomlin. And we said this, Omar seems to say, I love this group right here, but I don't mind grabbing a guy from here. I don't mind grabbing a guy right there. That's been what this team has turned into, is it not? A Desmond King was basically recruited by Coach Tomlin and saying what? He said him, you're a physical guy. You 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 play a certain style of ball. You're fast. You're tenacious. If you want to play that way, come play here in Pittsburgh. And, and, I'm- and Desmond King put out, uh, pretty much a testimonial to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He did everything shy of playing the Steelers polka in his meeting with us yesterday. <laughs> that was something. I am. This is the greatest honor of my life. I am so happy. A dream come true to finally play for the Steelers. I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah, but that's real though, DK. So when you say that group has gotten quiet inside of the building. Well, one, now reality kind of steps in a little bit because all of that fluff of the preseason games counting as far as wins and losses, the stats and everything that come along with it. Well, guess what? You also have to chase that now. You also have to be a part of what you thought you were. And I think the best part for anybody to do in moments where they know they either got a lot to prove or there's a lot of eyes looking at them is just to be quiet, just to watch it, just to go do work because all of what we're talking about in the preseason DK does nothing in the regular season. And this is a huge task this week, Bosa or not Kittle or not. This is a huge task this week, DK guys. We did promise this week is going to be all business. Very, very little frivolity. And we mean that Yeah, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to get around to the only segment that matters and we are going to go hard at what you've got here because it is game week it is let's rock it dk pride and coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams now that connection stronger than ever introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app find expert inside reporting and original podcasts check live box scores track the latest stats Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. 
latest news and information from the Steelers world is that Mike Tomlin said today there are no injuries to report. Now, I have people here asking about, you know, Nate Herbig. That doesn't mean that everybody's 100%, okay? <laughs> Moan, tell them how often everybody is 100%. When camp starts, nobody's at 100% moving forward. Not even the punters, man, okay? Nobody's 100%. You that, just learn to deal and survive is what happens. That is correct. So the Steelers are healthy. The other team has some issues. And let's talk about that real quick before we get into some questions here because not only is George Kittle not practicing, you have a couple other guys that are iffy, guys in the secondary, and then you have the elephant in the room here, Nick Bosa. Yeah. Still unsigned, still nowhere near 49ers camp. No. In Santa Clara, California. And he's got a game theoretically on the East Coast here in Pittsburgh on Sunday. And I know, you know, and Dan Moore told me this yesterday. He said, you know, we're preparing as if he's going to be there. Yeah. And I, I get that. You guys always did that, right? Yes, 100%. You watch the same amount of film. You have guys take, take the same type of reps that those dudes would give you in a game. Yes, you prepare for Nick Bosa, hands down. Don't even question it. Okay, so you can prepare. doesn't mean he's going to be there, and it doesn't mean he's going to be anywhere near what he could or should be for that game. He hasn't practiced in anger since January. Wow. Think about this. Wow. Okay, You can say whatever you want about how TJ just showed up on the field. It's not the same thing. TJ was in camp. TJ was doing things with the team. He would just go off whenever it was some sort of drill that would involve contact or whatever. You know what I mean? Look, yes. Just ask him, you know, <laughs> TJ, TJ affirms this. Yes, man. Um, that's essentially what's, what's, what's going on right now is he can hold out for a second contract on the basis of he's not actually been fined money out of his contract. He's still on his rookie deal and looking to get paid right now, so he can hold out all year long. His salary would just be told for the next year as far as him getting a pay increase or the fact that they may lose three games in a row. And guess what? Bosa comes in or the team realizes he is very important to their success. Either way, that's not our problem. It's the way I look at that. That, to me, is a highlight. I say this. I look at the guys behind him or that's in front of him and say, gosh, we'll, we we will actually look forward to preparing for Bosa, but if it's his backup, that guy can be just as dangerous as a starter can be sometimes. That's usually how it goes, man, whether that be Drake Jackson or whether that be Cleveland Farrell. Cleveland Farrell's a guy to me that's just been okay um, as far as his career suggests. So, hey. Not our problem. I hope that's the case because they have headaches at almost every other position, though, DK. Not what, What's the coach's line about that? Not our problem? Not no our problem. cry for us. We do not care. We do not care. There's also that. <laughs> Swan wants to really get the show going today with a $20 contribution, and let's have a good season, everybody. Let's get after it. I think he means this group Thanks, right here Swan. as opposed to the 53 across the river. But – but they'll be there too. I want to thank Daniel Pike for coming in with 20 gift memberships as well. Yeah. That's outstanding. That gets spread out to the community. Make sure you have your accept gifts uh, icon on, uh, yeah. on, on YouTube. That'll take care of that for and, you. And and Eddie Harlow gifted five today too, man. You guys are outstanding for those gifts, man. That's, that's that. phenomenal. Yeah, we are off to a strong start on the week. Jim Fairfield says, we ready now? Hey, Moan, do you think our coach has more influence on personnel decisions with the new GM, meaning more influence with Omar Khan than he did with Kevin Colbert? Uh, what I think is having just philosophies change. Coach Tomlin and, Co and, and Kev worked hand-in-hand, hand too. Right, DK? Yeah, we're always looking for that. Who has the upper hand and whatever? That's not the Steelers' way, Moan. Tell them. No, I, I, okay, this, 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 this will phrase as best as anybody possibly can. This is like having little brother and big brother. Big Brother's usually the more responsible one, right? He's the one that you can give the keys to the car. But me, I'm a little brother. I was more outgoing. I was more risky. I was more willing to try to prove myself a little bit, okay, with responsibility. That's why you got to look at Kev and Omar. Omar is looking at his, was probably rubbing his hands together saying, man, I would do these things if I was GM. I would make that move if I was GM. And he's getting the opportunity right now. We're good with Omar and Coach Tomlin doing these things, DK, as long as they line up, 
The cap is really good. And I'll say this to Cavs defense, too. It's a whole lot easier operating a team and salary cap when you don't have the franchise guy paid up yet. We can't get that. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. But you know your worst of all possible worlds? What's that? Was that you set aside all this cap space for your premier defensive player, and he doesn't show up for the game. Oh, like Nick Bosa. Yes. Like Nick Bosa. Uh, I'll I'll say this too. Uh, Bosa's uh, assumed to be out this week, or maybe he don't get a whole lot of reps. I I I don't know for certain if he has to have the acclimation. It's it's Tuesday. I know. I know. DK. Nope. I know. End of business on Tuesday. I know. Okay. Uh, they train in Santa Clara, California. There's geography in this too. I haven't heard anybody else bring this up. Okay, but they train in Santa Clara and they play here, which yeah. is not close. Yeah, it's a five-hour flight. I know, I know, man. Uh, Teresa with- points out that Brock Purdy is is still on a snap count because of his elbow. He is Teresa. He's yeah. been he's been limited all through uh, all of the exhibition games. He's been limited in practices i don't know how much that matters it was a ucl for anybody who doesn't know it wasn't a true baseball style tommy john it was a ucl he had it repaired and by all accounts he's fine and looks fine but there's there's practice and then there's games yeah it is uh but also george kittle uh with the growing situation right growing you've had that you've dealt with i have and as dynamic of a playmaker and athlete as he is, though, that's one of those things you will walk fine, you will lightly jog fine, but the moment you make an acute movement, guess what? That thing pulls in a way that sucks, man. I'm here to tell you that growing takes time. If he's dealing with it now, he may attempt to tape it up or, or you know, put a, a, some KT tape around it. All in all, though, if he's not 100%, I can't see him uh, being in the game like that. It's week one on a, on a non-conference game, too. Mm-hmm. Byron says Bosa is a distraction. Don't focus on him. He's not our distraction. It's He's our a distraction. <laughs> piece of this matchup. Okay, no. the Steelers only have to play the 49ers once, I, and if that's the one game that he misses, awesome. Yeah, I can say it. They can't. In that room, if you were in that room, Moan, you wouldn't be able to say it either. No, absolutely. But, Byron, this is the thing about the season, though. You have to assume all things going into it. If there's a guy that's out or what was the doubtful DK? Mm-hmm. They're never doubtful until when? Until it finally says out. When it says out on that game day, inactive, active list, that's when you know. Until then, Bosa's playing in my mind, and those guys have to be able to do have, have to be able to prepare for that too. Stella Fierce contributes ten dollars <laughs> to the DK Coffee Fund. You know what, Stella? They hosed me here. They, they didn't have a longer straw, so I had to turn this domed lid in the wrong way so that Aww. the straw doesn't fall in. Just as, where's my tiny violin? Oh, this is right here. I'm playing it for you. <laughs> Justin Work says, "Hey, Moan, what's the difference in the vibe going into a Week One home game?" Versus an away game, if you can remember that far back. It wasn't since 2014. Uh, what I remember about it was this. Um, for the away games, I think you get more more, more sinister. Because it's like, you really going to put us on the road? <laughs> Did you, you just you, say sinister? Oh, my gosh, DK. You going to send us into the Lions then with these fools? And we got to come out swinging and try to get a win? Like, that's the mindset you have going on the road for the opening week. Oh, man, I can't wait to be one of those so we can go home and watch our crowd be berserk. When you're at home, it's just that. It's one goal that you have in mind. Win the game in front of your home crowd on opening weekend. That's the only thing that matters for a home opener. Randy Wagner's urging everybody to hit the like button. You got to listen to when Randy Wagner speaks up. Got to listen. You know what I'm saying? Got to listen, DK. Mike O'Malley says, hey, Moan, is this the ultimate measuring stick for this young group? Yeah. To start off week one with the group of guys that they have, and I would even go primarily uh, the defense, defensive side of the ball. Like that depth that we spoke about with Nick Herbick and, you know, all the guys supporting outside rushes is going to be put to test. You know, Keanu Ben is going to be put to test. Not even just a young group, but like that inside linebacker crew, DK, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to be put to test. Offensively, they got to handle it. I, I'll, I'll say this. The way these guys have kind of performed and been on the same page in the preseason as far as the young uh, wide receivers. And Deontay's not a, really a young guy still, but watching them perform, they're going to be tested this week. They're going to be some chippiness in this game. I can see this. You got two storied franchises, and I can say that about the 49ers. Of course. that You can say that about them. They've done and operated properly when it comes down to how they play ball. Their and head they've coach, climbed back. They've climbed they, back, too. And that's what I was going to say. Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Legitimately is going to draw up some stuff that this defense has to be prepared for. And it's super hard to prepare for this type of offense when this is the first game of the year with some new bodies. Like you go through DK and look at what they have offensively and defensively. It gets real. And yes, I'll say this. I'm kind of playing it up or scaring you guys a little bit too. Not really scaring you guys, but warning you with the idea that, look, these guys are going to go have to play. Hargraves understands how this team operates. And I saw I had said I started a question to DK. Somebody asked uh, about Gentry going to Cincinnati. Practice and squad. Yep. Practice squad to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Zach Gentry went to the Cincinnati Bengals practice squad. Says, is there anything that he can tell him? No, not really. The playbooks don't matter. They absolutely don't. That's what the film is for. That's what all the tape and meetings and practice is for. What Hargraves is probably telling that group in San Fran, DK, is this. Listen, y'all, they're going to come out here and be physical. They pride themselves on beating people up. They pride themselves on making you submit. Coach Tomlin comes from an era where he said he want muffled screams out there from how you smother defenses as an offense. And defensively, they want you to call uncle. Not the uncle table, DK. They want you to call uncle and beg for you to call the dogs off. Hargrave is going to say the worst thing we can have happen for us as a team is for them to play renegade. Because if they play renegade, that means we're losing or we're reeling. That's the gist of what Hargraves can tell them. And guess what it's going to do for that 49ers team? It's going to pipe them up even more, even more to where this will be a very contested game, I expect. Chad wants to know, hey, Moan, will Zach Gentry now share the Steelers playbook no. with the Bengals? Absolutely. There's nothing to share. He can't take a playbook with him, and he's also got to learn a playbook that's out of Cincinnati. That's what I'm telling you. All you can tell guys is what to expect from a team like Pittsburgh. When you ask that question, hey, what is the quarterback going to know? We had a dude that came, Bruce Krakowski, came from yeah, the yeah. Browns one time. And, you know, certain things that he would try to tell us that they do, we'd be like, bro, love you, bro, but that really ain't going to help us in the game when I don't know if he's going to do those things or not. Like, that's what the film is for. Yeah, that, even coaches don't take it super seriously. I mean, they do, they'll do. they do that thing, especially inside the division where they'll sign somebody, and some of that's just gamesmanship and so forth. But, you know, the the Bengals are, aren't around the corner. They're, they're not one of the early teams. And by the time the Steelers do play the Bengals, there's going to be a lot on film, man. It's a lot. <laughs> okay? Uh... Just, there's, I've already – seen heard and read people criticizing the Steelers for having gotten excessively clever in the preseason saying they put too much stuff already on film uh, I'm not a I'm just not a believer in that Moan you're out there on the field it's happening so fast DK not to sound cocky about that type of stuff but if they mm-hmm. put too much out there then stop it that's usually how it goes it ain't yeah. much you can hide anyway the only time you get into issues and I'm be a little petty when it comes down to sharing stuff is what the Patriots was doing like the whole stealing signals and stuff like that. Now, signals from the sideline is a totally different thing. Like actually knowing what the team is doing, the tendencies, like that's a totally different thing. When I can see a coach signaling in something and they know it, that's a little bit different. But even then, you still have to say to yourself, play it out. Can they actually stop it? We've got some terrific questions here. I'm going to start. Let's do it. We're gonna start, yeah, start ripping through some of these because there's just there's too many good ones, and I don't want them to be left unanswered here. Mark Lancaster says, uh, "Hey, Moan, is Desmond King the first choice to play nickel?" I'm gonna jump in on that one, Moan. Go ahead. Uh, Mike Tomlin threw a very strong hint today that the answer to that is no, meaning Sunday. I mean, you're asking a lot now. Can you get him onto the field? Yes, you have dime formations, and the thing about King and he talked about this with us yesterday, is he can do anything. And he acknowledged that he will. He'll be inside. He'll be outside. He'll do nickel, dime, whatever it is that you need. Um, he's a jack of all trades. But in fairness to him, yeah, 
And with an offense as complex as the one San Francisco runs. Oh, my. Just keep, keep it easy for a week, you know? <laughs> Give us some reps. Now, you ain't got to open up every shiny toy you got for Christmas on that one, okay, DK? <laughs> <laughs> like, save some for tomorrow. Albie Quirky wants to know, hey, Moan, how rigorous is the week of practice leading up to the season opener? It's not. It's as, as you just said at DK. The only thing week one does for you or separately from other uh, weeks is this. You get that bonus Monday, which you saw yesterday, right, DK? Mm-hmm. And pads. They went pads bonus. yesterday. They went bonus 25 minutes, too, in 90-degree heat. Bonus. It, getting ready for <laughs> it. Uh, but that's all you can really do is um, the two padded practices during week one, and that's just to get guys going. Coaches, it's not their job to kill you in practice. Anthony reminds us that at the get-go cafe and market quality is at the core of every menu item. They have three expert chefs, three who fine tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to as crave ability. Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it. The boss reminds us. Oh no. informs us that we just crossed 1100 members today. Almost forgot about this. Oh, wow. This just hey, happened sh- now through osmosis. Shout out to y'all, man. That is friggin' phenomenal. Right if there. you'd like to add to that number and become part of the group, get off the uncle's table and all that other stuff, you can do that by putting into your URL dkps.net slash join. That's dkps.net slash join. And also, we have merchandise. We yeah, haven't we put do. that up yet today, too. But we have merch. You can get that by going to dkps.net, just like this, slash Ramon Shop. One yes, word. Yes, indeed. Uh, I got a good one right here, DK. Is this right here from Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel says, you go, hey, Mo, do you think TJ is going to have a big day against San Fran? I, I want to back this up and say I this, too. I have the too. name. I have the name. Go ahead. You got it. I want to back it up and say this, too. George Kittle called out, and I saw this comment right here from Chad mm-hmm. uh, that said this. I've been seeing this come about. I've seen articles and everything about it. George Kittle called out. TJ told him to run through him. Don't run from him. And now it's an opportunity that he won't play in the game. George Kittle, that is. TJ having a big day. I think that's expected. I think that's one of those things where there won't be a timeout given to the guys that got to face this rush to, uh, to give a stat, I don't want to. But the fact that that team has to worry about T.J. Watt right now lets us know that this is going to be a big day for him. And if it's not for him, it's for somebody else. Here's the name. Ready? Talk to me. I've had this sitting here waiting for somebody to bring this up. His name is Colton McKivitz. He has started five NFL games in his four-year career. Don't make me use the J word. He's a fifth-round pick. No no slight there. No slight what round you're taking. Okay. (laughs) I'm undrafted. Yeah. (laughs) But you're talking about somebody who doesn't exactly come with either a pedigree in terms of pre-NFL or pedigree in the NFL. Or experience. and you have him going against TJ? I'm sorry. I could actually begin and end my analysis of this game right there. Yeah. Colton McKivitz with a Z at the end. Yes. McKivitz. I- I'll say this, DK, in defense of what has to happen for a team on the other side. I'm always going to look at the other side and say, okay, but TJ is there with a five-game, four-game starter at right tackle for the first time. What's going to happen, and don't be upset if this does, y'all, because it's all about the entirety of the game, because they'll have to do some deep play action or drop backs at some point in time. I see this being a quick get-the-ball-out type of game. Why am I going to allow you guys to rush the ball on us and get to me? That's got to be something that Shanahan is doing in San Francisco right now. Santa Clara right now, DK, is they will quit game and screen this team, I think, to death uh, as far as trying to slow TJ down, especially with a first-time right uh, right uh, starter at right, right tackle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if Kittle's over there and he's hurt and Long you have day. a hurt Kittle, and do you, you see where I'm going here? Long day. Like, I know there's 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 some people that are getting kind of cringy. I, I can see in comments about like I just want to face their best so we can da 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 on the talk shows the following day. Who cares? Win yeah. the game. Yeah. 
I, I, I just saw that comment too, and I want to address it, DK. It's right Listen, here. The Jacob, world is not you, about your commenting sections and social media and talk radio. It's just about the standings. Win the game. You're not wrong in this. Wouldn't you, Jacob says, hey, Mo, wouldn't you want the best 49ers team on Sunday no. to see what we as our team? No, Jacob. No, man. Absolutely not, man. <laughs> and this ain't ducking nobody. This is, no. oh, your guys are injured. Sucks for you. You know how many times we've gone into games and guys, think about this for saying you want the best. Think about those times Ben's got knocked out of the game and how those crowds cheer. Mic drop. This is like like the COVID thing, remember? Oh, no, they've lost half their team to COVID. Okay, win the game. (laughs) Doesn't matter. That's their fault. You know, or it isn't. And we don't, we do not care. And we're not trying to play that down, DK, but I think it's fair to say if they got issues over there, guess what? Step on their neck on the way out of the building. We do not care about how what their team is shaping up to be. Here is, as promised, the URL if you want to hook up with some Ramon Foster show merchandise. Uh, there are T-shirts, there are hoodies, there are stickers, there are there's a beautiful mug that's actually been our bestseller. Uh, really, really nice stuff. Um, Yours showed up, right? Yes, it did. I, I have to go grab it here in a bit. Um, yes, and my wife loves I got some Hey Moan and some Ramon Foster uh, show. Oh, I forgot. Too. Yeah, there's also yeah, the Hey Moan yeah, designation. This I stuff's do. really nice. Go check it out at dkps.net slash Ramon Shop. Drew Belansky says, Hey Moan and DK, with a defense like what the Steelers have, what's more beneficial to the offense, to practice against our defense or the scout team showing looks our opponents might use against us. Which one helped you the most? Was it the scout team? Both are good and both happen. Uh, you go against your defense in seven shots. That's us versus us, unless the coach want to incorporate what the other teams do. What you need more, Drew, is what their defense is going to do. You have to see the motions, the stunts, the blitzes, how their running backs run, like knowing what Debo Samuels does on the field knowing what Christian McCaffrey is capable of on the field. You have to have people in jerseys that mock those dudes in practice. Simply put, it, it again, it's watching film, and then it's actually going through the reps. It's watching film, then it's actually going through the reps. It's such a repetitive just, just action week in and week out. The scout team, which is why also people get fired from scout team from not being able to run the show cards the way they need to. It's so important to see the actual movements. Both of them matters, okay? Both of them matter. Swan points out that the 49ers are 5-10 and 10 without Bosa. Uh, see what I mean? <clears throat> now, what stat does that remind you of on the Pittsburgh side? What are the, the Steelers? are ter- Right. TJ. The Steelers are terrible without TJ. Yeah. They're, they're, and, and this is why Mona bring this up all the time. Come on. Come on. But that, that, TJ, that TJ factor in this is so real when, including when you were playing, when TJ and Bud were doing their thing, that was the only matchup yeah. that was relevant because they were so disruptive. Yeah. That everything else that you wanted to plan for this and this and how we're going to attack the inside linebackers and how we're going to go after this guy didn't matter. It don't it didn't matter. matter because your edge rushers were in your living room the whole game. Let me say this too. So I'm seeing this pop up, DK, and I love this because everything that we talked about in preseason was so excited is now out the window. Okay, Michael. Michael says this. Hey, Mo. If and that's a big if. Bosa and Kittle miss the game. Mainstream media calls the Steelers win hollow. No, they won't. It don't matter at the end of the year. It doesn't matter what they say. We keep trying to tell you guys this. First of all, that's not mainstream media. Okay, when you turn on ESPN and see people screaming at each other, that's not mainstream. Don't get me started on the media thing again. Media are the reporters who go to actually cover and do work. Yeah. Okay, and nobody's yeah. sitting there going, does this feel like an authentic win? No, that's radio talk show crap. Yeah, yeah. Okay? God, let, let me started on media so stuff. So with those Don't two fall dudes. for the hot take stuff. Be above it. Let, let me go into who they are as a team, DK, just to show you this isn't a hollow win. Yes, they will miss potentially two superstars, right, DK? Mm-hmm. But they also have Brandon Ayuk, Ray Ray McLeod, who's a speed demon. Trent Williams will be there, okay? Kittle may or may not be there. We don't know still, okay? Christian McCaffrey is there. Elijah Mitchell is there. Debo Samuels is there. 
Brock Purdy is going to be there. Drake Jackson, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Cleveland Farrell, Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in the world. Javon Kinlaw is a former first-rounder who's there also. Drake Greenlaw is another guy. Javarius Ward is still there. Tyshawn Gibson, Telenoa Hufanga is an all-pro safety. DK, it doesn't matter, y'all. It does, but it doesn't. It's their problem, their issues. You're right. I see the rage emojis coming in right now. You're right. Well, but this is like, you know, this is like, like Jacob's been on, been on this throughout, throughout the day and commenting. Yeah. All I'm saying yes. is I want to know what kind of team we have. Listen, if you beat the defending NFC champs, when people are half of everybody's expecting you to finish last or whatever else here, you, you beat the defending NFC champs in your home. Okay. Yeah. You're getting better and better and better each week. Yep. Our favorite barber. Our favorite barber just is walked it? in. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, man. This show has just been hijacked. The legend himself. Hang on a second. Hang on. Yo. <laughs> Your favorite. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Mo? I see you. I see week one brings the real yeah. out, huh? Yeah, I had to sneak out. I had an easy and uh, quick day at work, so no doubt. To come sneak out. Hey, man, it's nice to meet you virtually. Yes, indeed, man. I wear glasses as well. Okay, as long as as long as as long as the, the shape up is good in the end, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to go oh, ahead and cut this thing down with a full head. Most barbers have oh, bald yeah. heads by now. Well, I'm 55, so I'm lucky to still be able to have all this. No doubt, man. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. I got a good question. Or well, hopefully it'll be a good question for you. Talk to me. With you being a an offensive lineman, yeah. how do you feel that we can stack up against this defensive line that they have? It's, it's, and not just that, but going on with the whole entire season, season. health yeah. provided. Health provided. That's always going to be crucial right there. <laughs> Stacking up against this D line is gonna be a it's gonna be a handful. It's gonna be two handfuls because they have a style of play that's similar to ours. They get after it in ways that uh, a AFC North team does defensively. They have the linebackers to back it up. They got safeties to back it up also. And then you got Eric Armstead coupled up with Javon Hargraves. They outbid other teams to get Javon Hargraves. That's how much they press what they do. The young guy uh, Kenlaw, Javon Kenlaw also from South Carolina, is a stud of a player. You get no days off with them. Yes, Bosa being out is a thing, but it's not the biggest thing. Their schemes and how Fred Warner plays is going to make sure those guys have a rough day at the office running the ball. What they have to do is this, impose their will, not be down on the fact that they got two yards, three yards, and looking for the five and ten yard pops and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. You got to chip away at a team like this because they have a never die attitude. They really are like Pittsburgh West. They they essentially are. So how this group sustains moving forward? Health, as you just said, is going to be crucial. But also, what I've always kind of said is open honesty about how you're playing. There's one thing our group had at all times. Hey. You had a bad game. We need a little bit more out of you on this right here. Hey, you sucked on that block. Hey, we're crushing it as a group. You have to be able to communicate like this. And in my conversation with those guys in that room right now, they have that, though. Again, they're young and unproven. They got a lot that they have to prove, too. But all in all, they are a group that know who they are, and they are waiting to prove it. Uh, even seeing Coach Tomlin praise Dan Moore on how he won about this preseason, too. Should let you know for a young guy like him, that's probably their entire mindset as a group. Okay. Cool, cool. Thank you very much. Like I said, really enjoy the show. Glad, yeah. you know, glad to sit down. Thank you, guys. I want a hug. Hey, that's and awesome. I, I do want to say, DK, I've been following you since about 94, 95. Oh, wait a date. Back when yeah. you were on the radio and Tribune. Thank you for the tingling. Yeah, Post Gazette and everything else. Yeah. So thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Barb. Were you just here in town or? No, I came from home. Oh, okay. Sneak up on you guys. From Wilkinsburg. Yep, yep. That's awesome, man. Appreciate you, fam. Let's see, there's an EVA. 61A. 
All right. Wow. Man, okay. Barbara hopped in here. Yes, yes. Where did that come from, huh? Man, just having the shop open, that's all. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard awesome. her letting out a shout back there, and I was like, what's this going on? I was wondering what was going on, too, DK. What the heck, man? Oh, oh that's man. tough. I'm glad he popped in. That's dope, man. I was wondering who was the man behind the emojis. Guys, we are here at 224 Fifth Avenue. You can feel free to stop in and uh, and and just say hello any old time. Uh, yes, so we have 736 viewers in on this show. Uh, Tyler Johnson points out correctly that I rant about the word media <laughs> every show. It's constantly misused. <laughs> no, that's your trigger. That's your trigger oh, word right easy. there. That is your that's trigger my word. Whole life. Not yeah. every show, but that's your trigger word right there, though, because this is your thing. Those people aren't in that city watching that team, even watching tape. No, they're not. They just get cliff notes and spew stuff out loud. They read what we're reporting. There we go. There okay. We go. They read our work and then feel like they're informed on it. Let's keep rolling here a little bit. Chris Fielding says, hey, Moan and DK, as a former high school coach, this is the best pregame meeting I've been in. I thought you were asking a question here. <laughs> no, no, man. It, there's there's some there's some hype to it. That's kind of a lot it, of love, that, man. No, that that's cool here. Let me see. I have some other ones that are starred here. Um, Amon Zach Gentry signed with the Bengals. Oh, we already asked that. Yeah, we, we that one that already one. asked one. Uh, is ultimate measuring stick. We got that one too. We, we got might, that we, one out the way. Getting through some of the better ones here. Uh, Crystal says, should Minka Fitzpatrick play at the line for a team like the 49ers? Uh, should he play at the line? No. It's, I a, think it's that, a valid question. That's what you got Keanu Neal for a little bit, right, DK? And DeMonte Casey. And DeMonte Casey, right? I There's don't want a lot. him up there. I don't the, want him up there. I like putting Troy up there. No thanks. And number change himself, Quan Alexander. Isn't that what he's in the game for, too? I mean, mm -hmm. essentially, DK, like I know Man. he's a linebacker, but that's they have some interchangeable hybrid guys. I think, respectfully, I'll say this, DK. I think this, this team will be able to do some of the stuff personnel-wise at safety or at Quan Alexander's position that they weren't capable of doing with Marcus Allen or Terrell Edmonds. Is Couple, that fair to say? Yes, it is. It, it is fair to say. And I, I don't think you're going to see the Steelers do anything that would remove Minka's freelancing opportunities to throw another media term into the mix. Okay. <laughs> Minka needs to be let loose. Yeah. And let's remember that Minka versus the 49ers worked out very well for Minka out in Santa Clara. You remember that, Moan? He made all pro in that game. Okay. And first, first, he just walked. Dude, you want to talk about walking off the field and playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers? That's pretty much what he did. That trade was earlier that week. Well, can, can we – that was the same conversation you had earlier too, right, about mm -hmm. what it means to play in that defense for that team? I, again, this is still a show. I don't want to make it seem like this is very pro, but guys that come play defense for this team more times than not understand what they're getting themselves into, and I love it. Couple more today. Luke says, uh, "Hey, Moan, what are players' diets like before the season opener? Would that be any different than before any other game?" Not really. In the early September, all it's about is hydration, 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 stretch, hydration, uh, putting the right stuff in you. And and this goes without saying, guys. I know you're excited. It's week one, but don't go out partying and drinking. You know, staying up all night. Get your rest. Like the game has changed so much in that time, though. So no, absolutely not. Yeah, whenever the, the Steelers were coming off the field from practice yesterday, and, and Mo knows what I'm talking about, the reporters actually entered the room at the same time, so we walked down the hall with you, yeah. okay? And all of the athletic trainers and conditioning people are around yelling out, hydrate, hydrate, yeah. hydrate, yeah. okay? And they're, they're standing there. They're holding water. There's water out on the field. They're not taking any risk. They don't want to see anybody cramping up or anything as it relates to water, something yeah. as simple as water. Yes, no doubt about it. That's a great point right there by Bob, by saying last year with Tuska and, and, and Reed, you had to worry about TJ. Uh, I got one right here, DK, I think should be addressed, man, from Charlotte goes, hey, DK, what's the address of the shop since the barber just popped in? They're driving from Pittsburgh to New Jersey for a game this weekend and want to stop by for some merch. DK, you want to drop that in there? 2-4 Fifth Avenue, simple as that. Uh, there's no way to confuse us with any other Fifth Avenue in Pittsburgh, even though this runs all the way out to Oakland here because we're near the very beginning of it. We're right downtown 
uh, directly across the street from um, the Fairmont Hotel and, and yeah. uh, PNC, uh, one, of, one of PNC's buildings. Uh, Jingles, hey, Mo, how common is it for edge rushers that switch sides like Bosa? How do you prepare for it? Uh, mm -hmm. The guys who are premier rushers like that, for the most part, that don't have a good counterpart on the other side, they do those things. They have the ability to pick where they're going to rush. TJ Watt did it a whole lot. Bosa does it. There's a lot of guys around the league. Even Aaron Donald moves around like yes, that. He has to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise, he's just going to run into triple teams everywhere he exists. Oh, my gosh. Uh, those things are very, very common in today's game when you have dynamic players like that. Yeah, Daniel Pike, who's a couple blocks away, decided not to come down today. Now, look at look at the regret. Look at the regret. Look at the regret. Terrible, terrible man. Barbara comes, here, Barbara comes here and just totally steals a show. Uh, I got another good one right here, DK, as we give Barber his praise, man. It's from Trevor. He goes, hey, Mona, DK, how effective will Christian McCaffrey be on Sunday in Sunday's game? Do the Steelers keep him at bay, or does he do the usual C-Max stuff? I think with as much time as, as this uh, defensive staff has had, as two guys, Debo Samuels and Christian McCaffrey, both have to have very minimal days. Um, how do you do that? Uh, I always trust that defense of mine. I, I, I really do. Um, just watching Coach Tomlin and his staff put it together, more times than not, they have an answer. Still buzzing over Barber here, aren't we? Yeah, Look we at are. This. And I love it. Look love at this. It. That is that is good, good stuff. Hey, check us out also from Michael. Got his Hey Moan coffee mug today, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, uh, Michael. That's all right, that's about, all right. Man. Here's a hello from New Zealand. Oh, wow. Wrongism claims that there are people sleeping on this show. Wake them up. Yeah, what's that all about? <laughs> Wake them up. What are we talking about, DK? That just means they probably didn't hit enough like buttons in order to improve the algorithm. By the way, for those of you who, who don't understand how this stuff works and why we're asking for these likes, it's not a vanity thing. No. Okay, it's not like, ooh, look, everybody likes us. No, it, it's, it's, that, <laughs> it's that if you hit like on the show, YouTube shows it to more people. It makes it more available to them. It shows up in your recommended lists. It shows up if you have a Steelers vibe to your history, wherever you are in the world. The next thing you know, you'll see the Ramon Foster shows pop in there. On your main, on your friend's main page. I got to go and I think it'd be real good to, to end on if you're good with that, DK. Let's go. You ready? And I mm -hmm. like your intake on this right here. It was actually early in the show from Jax. Jax didn't say, hey, Mona, hey, DK. Oh, I think it's okay to address this. Let's do it. Let's Remember do how it. excited we were for the wide receiver group? He goes Juju, Claypool, Deontay, and Washington. Can we expect better from the current group? Of those four you named, only one survived. Juju had a report yesterday. His knee is on tilt. Hate Gee, that for him. Where did we hear about that before, Moan? We heard about it here. Here. Yes, we Way did. Way before anybody else. And then we got knocked for it, and you guys don't know, and da 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 He was getting it drained every Friday. He Moan, was, When he was man. a stealer. Uh, and I would say this. As far as Chase Claypool got the situation, I think we got the better end of that. Uh, from my understanding, James Washington is out of league right now, even on somebody's practice squad. I think what we did was buy into what we thought it could be, and it never kind of made itself into it. Also, <clears throat> Having been injured one of those years, also the COVID year played a factor into it, whatever the case may be. I think, DK, in your assessment of how this team has been built, and not only just that, the mentality of those dudes, no ego, no <laughs> off-the-field stuff that you got to deal with as far as social media, none of the things that you say is taken away from the game. I think this group wants to ball. Watching George Pickens say one thing he needs to improve upon is yak. Yards after catch, he that does. lets me know. And he, he did in Tampa. He, he understand what his role is this year, his maturity mm -hmm. level, the expectation of his play. I think you got a respectfully a more hungry group this time. I, you know, I want to throw one thing in. You guys are going to like this. You know how I always have to give you one good story yeah, yeah, yeah. in the locker room? All right, here's my one from yesterday. You ready? Yeah. I was talking to Mitch Trubisky about a lot of different things, leadership components, whatever. Uh, believe you me, whether you pay attention or see him on TV on your, you know, your, your on your TV screen this fall or whatever else, Mitch is a big part of this football team. Okay, 
And I'm asking him some questions just about the offense in general and yeah. some of the attitude and the approaches, right? Because you're not yeah. going to get into schemes and whatever. And I say, yeah. hey, when you're, when you're executing, it, it just looks so like for your offense this preseason, including when Mitch was playing, I said it looked really basic, almost boring. Like you just executed the play, went back to the huddle. Everything is routine. And he's about to begin answering, and I go, I mean, except for the stuff that George Pickens does. <laughs> and Mitch cuts me off and goes, oh, 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 hang on a second. That stuff is now a routine. Wow. We understand as quarterbacks, all three of us, meaning Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and, and Mitch himself, we understand as quarterbacks that putting the ball in his range Vicinity. is a routine play. Wow. For the Pittsburgh Steelers. I loved this. Loved this. Now, you tell me which of that group that was just read here you felt that way about. Of that group? Yeah. The one that was just read on here, the James Washington Claypool N- for a game. One game. None. In East Rutherford. That was it. None. Juju when he was younger, but Juju was different. Juju had that explosiveness still because his yeah. knee hadn't been blown up. Yeah. None. And by the way, I'm happy for him that he got a bag from New England. <laughs> I mean, hey, good for him. He got a contract and out of the way. But that group ain't like this group, respectfully. We had mm-hmm. a lot of good moments with them. James never could get past the injury bug. Heck of an athlete. Could do some things, just never consistently did those things. Uh, I think we got the better end of this right now. Guys, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, appreciate everybody who's come in, especially those of you who contributed and contributed gifts Yes, uh, to become a member here. And we're over 1,100 right now. And I saw somebody jump in right away when we said that. It said, what, wh- why aren't we at 2,000? Okay, well, you know, it's the Steelers. You would think that there would be enough of a nation for that sort of thing here. Go to dkps.net slash join. If you want to look into the merch and uh, maybe even get that stuff in time for the game, go to dkps.net slash Ramon shop single yeah. word there. And uh that's it, Moan. That's it, DK. We got a roll, man. Uh yeah. I actually, actually gotta go pick up my kiddos here in a second. There we so, go. Yeah. Hey, y'all be good. Hey, DK, guess what? What's that? My college team is one and oh. Oh, yeah. That season started already? <laughs> I know. I knew I knew you were going to have something to say, I was too man. busy watching volleyball all weekend, pal. You say that, and guess what showed up? Kentucky uh, Volleyball, women's volleyball versus Pitt Volleyball. Soon as we got after the show, it was on TV. I can take a guess at who won that one. Probably Pitt. Yeah, Pitt's really good. See, see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's crazy. I know so much more about Pitt women's volleyball than I do about Pitt football. That's sad, DK. Why? We got to get you in the southeast, man. What is wrong with no, you? No, man. man. I'm in the northeast. I'm oh, in Pittsburgh. We don't God. watch college stuff. Yes. Oh, my God. We're going <laughs> to get you locked in on college football. Won't we? We are. All right, guys. Let's do it again tomorrow. Hey, y'all have a good one. Be safe.